Mic check, mic check, episode 189. We took a week off, but now we back. Welcome, uh, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome. Yeah, I was trying to like, there was like four songs running through my head as you did that whole intro right there. <laughs> Which was, what was the other song? I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I was trying to like catch up to it. Was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to Mace though, bro. Like, Okay. You wanna talk you wanna talk about live the life? And rebrands? That man is the rebrand king. Bro, like it's it's such a, a roller coaster his life, right? Like you yeah. hop on the scene with Diddy and them, then yeah. you leave to go be a preacher. Yeah. Then you kinda come back to the music game. Yeah. And now you and uh him and Cam got arguably one of the funniest Fabio Foreign. I think Oh, he, he's on the mace? I think he was Mace was that sounds some, familiar. Was responsible. They talked about it on the uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast yeah. and how five. I, I think they had a falling out though. Uh, uh, but yeah, like man of multiple rebrands. Imagine being. I mean, so, similar to uh, like NBA players now. Uh, imagine being like nineteen, twenty years old, yeah. and running in that type of money and that type of celebrity and fame. Right after, or you know, I guess he came and was big, uh, or starting to be big as Notorious B.I.G. What like his, the final year of his life, and then he, you know, tragically was killed, yeah. and then right after that, like you're the next guy up, yeah. like you're hot. Imagine, and then look, I mean, huh. you're like the hottest rapper at that Come point. Come on, man, hey, don't leave while you're hot. That's how May screwed up. Come on, man. But I mean, imagine that. I mean, in our in our early childhood, Mace was that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. It, may, it was Mace. Even now, um Mason DMX. Yeah, it was. In like Mace Mace was carrying bad boy. He was. He kept the lights um, on. And, and then we we use that phrase, kept the lights off. Yeah. Kept the lights on, like, you know, they were struggling, but like in a sense, like he was the guy carrying the torch. Yeah, yeah. He was after, like you said, after Biggie, probably the most recognizable artist on Bad Boy. Um, Justin had a shiny suit. <laughs> he did. I did. <laughs> um, no. um, damn, I was gonna say something about Mace. I don't remember. Uh, I never heard him oh, preach. I never heard him preach either. Uh, I remember running around in the suits and stuff. Uh, Twenty four hours to live. I go back and listen to 24 yeah. Hours to Live like periodically now. Like That's a hard hard track. That's a hard track. Like um, we gotta bring that back where you get the whole whole squad on the track. Like it was, was I mean that song is like what five minutes long or something mm-hmm. like that. DMX is uh, on it. DMX, uh Mace, you had Jadakiss, like Locks, all of them, like that's a tough Yeah. That like, that's a that's a yeah. I we we're never getting those days back. We you no. know what? We're not getting five minute songs back and we're not getting bridges back on songs. No, never. Like especially on R and B songs. Yeah. I was listening to uh I've been listening to a lot of Little Brother lately. I love Little I Brother. I saw I'm you uh interview Fonte. Shout out Fonte Tigalo. Yeah. Um Fonte called me from Little Brother. Yeah, they got they were here in Durham. They were here in Durham last week. They accepted the proclamation for the 50th anniversary of hip hop, um, you know who who else would you honor in that situation at, in Durham? I mean, yeah. like Little Brother started here in Durham, so yeah. shout out to them. And so Fonte was gracious enough 
to to do an interview. He he had some availability. So uh, were you? Because um, I know how much you love little brother. Like mm-hmm. were you like? I was fan. You had the fan for a second. I, I had a like, fan for a little bit, man. Yeah. But he's so cool. It's yeah. kind of like talking to like your. Um, like a big brother, a big cousin. Like yeah. he, he has that vibe, and he's from Green. I didn't realize he's from Greensboro. I didn't know that. I didn't know for some reason. I thought he was from. Uh, I, I, in my mind, I don't know why I thought he was from Ahoskie, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and why that sounds so random is because is is a song on there where like uh, their first album is like they're they're doing like this mock like radio show, yeah, and like. Um, they mentioned a Husky, North Carolina. And for some reason, my mind is stuck out. Like, oh, yeah, he's from, like, Eastern North Carolina, a Husky. North. He he went to Page High School. Page used to put mm. their whole foot Yeah, they, they used to. Be, yeah, they probably smoked y'all. They put they the brakes on y'all. Smoked our boots. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Page was, you know, is a you know one of the biggest high schools in Greensboro, well, you know, outside of Grimsley, but one of the big, big rivals in, in Greensboro. But, yeah, man, we, we had a, a good time catching up. He gave me a lot of... Uh, hip hop history, especially here in North Carolina. So shout out to Fonte, shout out to Big Pooh, shout out to Knife Wonder, shout out to uh, also Brian Dawson. He's the uh, radio personality. At, I was say, yeah, Brian Dawson in DC, ain't he? he no, he's down here. No, nah, he's in Raleigh. Here. He's in Raleigh, but yeah, he's in, just, he was in 102 Jams for a long time. So you might recognize that. Him. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. why it sounded familiar. Yeah. Um, that's what's up, man. I saw I saw that interview. I said it. one, I was like, that boy Nick get, be getting all the. Uh, the content and the and the culture for the station and two <laughs> the culture's on my back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but nobody here's the thing. I somebody sent me that. Oh. Uh who sent me that? My girl sent me that. Mm. She sent me that. She sent she uh Shout out to shout out to love, y'all. Yeah, she, 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 she sent she sent me the proclamation. Somebody I I'm I'm guessing like her mama or somebody had took a picture of the yeah. proclamation <laughs> and sent it to her because I know she wasn't at the Durham City Council meeting. And she said, she was like, did you know this? And I was like, nah. And then I, I kind of like thought about it and I, I was looking at the Durham City Council meeting for another reason. And I, I, saw, I was like, whoa, little brother's there. So I reached out to, yeah. to their team and they, they were they were very helpful. And uh, real, real quick, uh, speaking of your queen, I was watching, um, <laughs> I was watching a movie the other day and I was like, is that? And then I realized who her like celebrity doppelganger is. Who? I'll tell you in a second. I'm gonna pull it up, and you just somebody said Nia Long. She looked like Nia Long. I can't remember if that was like one of my family friends or somebody from our friend group that said that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna tell you the movie. I know she came as Nia Long. Uh, for she your, did for the for birthday. Con- <laughs> and Dom came as <laughs> old dude from hey, Baby Boy. <laughs> when I tell you. That whole conversation we had the other day had me in tears. Uh, so I was watching about last night. Oh, oh, which one? Joy Bryant? You think she looks I like? I think she's like Joy Bryant. Okay, okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see now that you said that. I can see. I that. can see it. Yeah, I can see Joy Bryant. When she when she hears it, she might cuss me out and be like, "Yo, like what?" But Joy Bryant was mad annoying in that movie. I, I feel like Joy Bryant gets typecast to play like crazy chicks. I used to get Joy Bryant and uh, Zoe Zaldana. Zaldana. I used to mix them up too. I, I Look like, at those confusing black I was like Zoe. I was like Zoe. I was like Zoe Zaldana uh, didn't play in Honey. She wasn't in. Stop. Stop, <laughs> yo. What's up with this guy? Yo, Joy Bryant wasn't in Drumline. <laughs> uh, I was trying to find like a maybe a better picture to. 
But ask her, be like, Joy hey, Bryant. So you look like Joy, Joy Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, she's gonna listen to this podcast, so yeah. she's gonna she's gonna hear. Well, you'll talk Bryant. to her before this drops. Joy so. did that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, T minus what? How many weeks? We got a couple of weeks. Yeah, Friday marks like two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. Two yeah, weeks, and you you you're out of here, man. Saw your saw your mom, your grandma. Yeah. Um, town, so. What they what they call your grandma? Nanny. Yeah. Nanny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, saw them. I don't call her nanny. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I, you know, I, I I feel like I reserved like the 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 parent, the grandparent nicknames for the people that are related to them. Like yeah. like I don't <laughs> like I don't hear a lot of people calling Reggie Poppy because you know his grandkids call him Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh like I don't hear people call my mom Nana because yeah. you know no. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it was good seeing them, man. And, you know, yeah. y'all did y'all did the whole uh. Getting ready for Austin thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, How long um, were y'all out doing that? All day Sunday. Um, that was Sunday. I don't know why I thought that was Saturday, yeah. but that was Sunday. Wow, wow. It was Sunday. Um, it made them good folk miss, miss church. Yeah, yeah. They, Come on, man. They went back and watched it on Facebook. Um, but when got some, when some got got some furniture. So you know. Um, there's that, yeah. It's starting, it's, to, get it's starting to get real, yeah, bro. Like it's, it's starting to get real. It's starting to like set in. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at work this morning, they like we send out a weekly email and they yeah. put in a weekly email that like you got about you up out of here. here, yeah, yeah. So and then you got a short week this week, right? Nah, or no. next week because the Fourth of July is Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah. Next week is is a short week. So do you so. get Monday and Tuesday? How does that work? No, we just get Tuesday. So you go to work Monday uh-huh. and you're off Tuesday. Yeah, you gotta go back to work on Wednesday. Yeah. So, and, and so the day that you normally work from home is my work from home day. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like the what you got is my work from home day. So, uh, but my executive director was talking about some like she was saying that most people uh, in the office will take that Monday too. Yeah. So you get Friday. She said that people take the Friday and the Monday. So you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I Tuesday. I, I was like, "That's kind of od," but like, that's a lot. I would, I would, I would stay Friday and then take a Monday. Yeah, I, yeah, I would probably just take a Monday because yeah. I feel like how much would you really have to do on a Friday? Most people, I, I look, I, I work in news, so I can't say this for myself, but as a person who, who tries to facilitate interviews on a Friday, I can tell you by four o'clock, people are checked out. Yeah. As somebody who starts their shift at three o'clock, it can be very difficult. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I look, I, I can't remember the last time the fourth was like on a Tuesday on a random like middle of the week, early of the weekday. But, um, sure, I, I it, it's it's weird too that the fourth of July is like here. Yeah, like this year is coasting. It is co- I, we keep saying it before we talk? We in our last it is breezing through. We talked about halfway through the year. Nah, y'all better get your life. Better find Jesus. Better do something before twenty twenty four. Yeah, because it's here. Yeah, damn near here. Uh, we do this every episode. Scale of one to ten. How you feeling mentally and physically? Um, physically, uh, physically like a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I'm tired, bro. Like. But I, I don't know if like were you were you here Saturday morning? Yes, yes. Yeah, like I like I was in the bed to like twelve. No, Friday. No, that was Saturday. It was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, you were knocked out. I was in there till like noon, bro. Like I was like, I just don't want to get up. <laughs> um, and then the sun doesn't come up on that side either. So no. you, you know, you're good. You're so, good. And 
I um I close my blinds. I never open those blinds. Uh huh. Cause I always feel weird because there's yeah. little trailers out there with oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're doing construction, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be in here butt <laughs> butt naked. Uh, but yeah, I was just laying there, and I was just out of it. And then like, so like physically, I recharge them, but mentally, I'm just kind of out of. I need a haircut. That's why I got the hood on. Oh yeah, you got like, the hey hoodie hoodie the Justin hood on, yeah, yeah. hoodie Justin like hoodie, hoodie mellow. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm cool, brother. I'm, okay, like okay. again. Starting to get excited. Uh, we'll see how it go when I yeah. get down there. You know, how about yeah. you? Um, I'm about I'm an eight across the board. Eight mentally, I'm you know I'm good. Um, eight physical. I would be a little bit higher than that, but my back is a little stiff from the workout. Not it doesn't hurt. Just a little stiff. It's one yeah. of the workouts. Um, so you I'm, did you did a back workout this morning? It, yeah, it was back day. But um, where do you, where do you rank? Where do you rank like your favorite workouts? Like body groups and the pain that comes along with it. Cause like I hate doing legs, but like the pain that comes along with legs is weirdly satisfying. Um, I would probably have to put, I would probably have to put uh, leg day. Like if I had to rank it, like I probably I put legs one. Legs one was two. Uh, Out of legs, back, chest, arms, arms uh, legs. Um, chest and arms because you usually do chest and arms the same, right? On the same, like in the same workout. Yeah. And then I put back last. I don't know for some reason I just don't like doing back day. Back day does like I'm like I'm never super energized doing a back day. I'm never like okay let's do back day because like back day is just like. But it is it is a very I think all of them are important muscles, but it's a very important muscle. It's an underappreciated muscle. Yeah. Until you actually like start seeing like some results in your yeah. back. What about you? Um I would go legs. Uh well favorite workouts would go like chest, arms, shoulders, back, legs. The pain that comes after you work out would probably go reverse order. Legs, back, shoulders, arms. Some arms and chest. that soreness from the arms and the yeah. chest, man. It's like you you walking like this, uh-huh. like you can't even. Yeah, you can't even can't even do anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm a, back is a little stiff, but I'm I'm alright. I'm it's you know I popped the Advil, so I'm 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 alright. I'm alright. Um. So um. We bump okay. Before we get into this, I always got to mention this. Anything in the hot take? Anything in the the music hot takes that you have? Anything uh, you want to get off? Any hate? Um, I got some hate to get off. I got plenty of hate okay, to get okay, off. Okay. Um, any music? Any music related hate? Yeah, I'll start with love. Uh, I really like that Killer Mike album. Oh, shout out Killer Mike! Yeah, shout that, out Killer that, Mike! That, like I, Killer Mike is one of the people I could just listen to talk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that album. Um, my hate is that the BET Awards was trash. Did you watch it? I watched part of it, and I was like, "This is just." I watched clips. It, like it just, <sighs> it just was a lot going on. I just don't understand. Like, I'll say this right when we talk about uh, what, what, who was it that did? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to be that guy today, but whatever. Um, when we talk about who was that that did the coolest monkey in the jungle shirts? H and M. H and M. Like when we when anything like that happens, we're like, 
hey, somebody in the room, like, how does this pass so many eyes? Right. And, like, nobody stops it and this and that. When it comes to, like, BT and award shows, and this is supposed to be, like, black black excellence, right? Like, are we not in the room to say, like, <laughs> hey, like, we maybe we should... Maybe we should cool it down. Yeah, and this and this and this is gonna sound like hate, although a lot of y'all might not might not publicly say it, but I think y'all agree. Like, I'm so ready for Ice Spice's 15 minutes to be over, bro. Like, <laughs> is it I'm is it really so Ice Spice's fault though? It's not. It's not her fault, and like I can't be mad at her because you know ride this wave as long as you can. But like, I'm just so tired of seeing Ice Spice. <laughs> And that one little dance move that she do, and just like people going crazy and like I like Ice Spice. I, I think here's the thing I like about Ice Spice. I think that she I like what I like about her is that she is taking this moment and maximizing it to the fullest, right? Yeah. And which look, we could be critical on the opposite end, right? Where she is not, where she does have a moment and she doesn't. We I mean, we look at like look at somebody like on the opposite end of it, like Bobby Smurder. Who like didn't get to truly live out that moment, right? Like yeah. he threw the hat in the air, he did the he did the dance, and next thing we know, like he was in prison. So like Ice Spice is taking advantage of a moment, and like she's not hurting anybody. Yeah. That's my perspective, but I can see, I definitely see where you're coming from, like because we've had discussions about it. Yeah. So, so like you're you you're ready for 15 minutes to be up? I'm ready for 15 minutes to be done. Who who else? Uh, I mean, it's JT from the City Girls, and she's getting mad at Uzi. Uzi over Ice Spice, they say. Over uh, Ice Spice, allegedly. I saw somebody. I saw somebody on social media. I'm not going to even say which social media, uh, but I saw somebody on social media that was like, "The thing about the BET Awards is that we'll never get." They showed a picture. It was like Jay Z, Beyonce, yeah, oh, yes. Kim, like Kanye, Kanye yeah. and like some other people. And they were like, "We'll never get this again." Yeah, it said. Like the names and what we think about when we say like mm-hmm. premier black people are like black excellence, we yeah. won't get to the BET Awards because so many of those seats nowadays are filled by like reality stars. Yeah, it, it's really become the uh, the BET Awards and 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 so many of these award shows have become more of the influencer awards. It's hundred percent what it is. Um, reality TV show awards. Even your man Ray J does. It's not even known for the music anymore. Yeah, shout out my man Ray J. Ray man. J was looking crazy in that Versace suit in that Versace uh, outfit. He was looking wild, and he looked even wilder on stage. Ray J can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, Ray J was looking wild. If you're if you're sick of Ice Spice, I'm sick of Ray J. Like making a fool of himself. <laughs> Get your man. Keep your keep that man accountable. Keep yeah, Ray yeah. J accountable. If you gonna keep Ice Spice accountable, you gotta keep Ray J accountable. Uh, but yeah, man, you just want better for the war show. Also, too, you gotta play into uh, play into it that uh, the writer strike is still happening. So true, true. I mean, nobody really wrote the show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, people still write the show. But then, I just think there's so much more, to, like the the we've always known like sex sales, right? Like yeah, we can't yeah. you can't sugarcoat that or beat around the mm-hmm. bush with that. But is that not just like low hanging fruit? Like if everything is just like because they have what I think like Ice Spice performed. Uh, what's the girl with sexy red or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she performed. Like are we just are we just resorting like? Come on, y'all! Like, 
And um, I I saw uh, I can't, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but Isaac. Oh yeah, Isaac Hayes. The, the second, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know who you're talking about on Twitter. Yeah, um, really cool dude. Um, he said that the uh, 50th anniversary of hip hop celebration thing was like all over the place. Yeah. Like it was. I didn't see that part. Um, he he was a little disappointed in that. I mean. You know, I mean, gone are the days that we're going to get like celebrities like Will Smith and Jada to host the BET Awards. So wild too that you pulled out. But, go but those are like. I know they hosted yeah, yeah, yeah. it before. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. saying like they hosted it before. And you think about it like 05, like Will Smith in 05. Like Will Smith. And Will Smith now is a big star, but like they were like at the peak of that, right? Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, you're not going to get Steve Harvey to host it again. No. Uh, Steve, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey ain't doing nothing. You're not, even, you're not even getting said. Said is out of here. Said yeah. said is on um, the neighborhood. And, and look, he's doing TV shows and yeah. like said got the bag. Nah, I mean you rarely see said Cedric the Entertainer like out like yeah. that outside of TV shows. Uh, so yeah, gone are those days. So it's it's kind of just like a it it looks like and it sounds like the BET Awards are skewing younger. Mm-hmm. And so maybe and younger than us, so maybe it's just like not for us anymore. Yeah. Until something drastically happens. Um, all right, so let's get to it. Um, you brought up an interesting topic. What were you about to say? No, no, oh, okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh so we you get you, you brought up an interesting topic and we both listened to a really good podcast that we, we don't mind shouting out because it's just solid. Um I, I, I wanna go to his next live show. Um, yeah. I hate that I missed it. I think when they announced the dates, I think it was like two weeks or whatever. It mm-hmm. just didn't give me enough time to get my stuff together. Uh, but Bomani Jones, the yeah. right time with Bomani Jones, and he had uh one of his good friends on there, uh, Joel, Joel Anderson, Anderson. Yeah. from Missouri City, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest nine year old in Missouri, Missouri City. Yeah. Uh, and he is on the platform called Slow Burn. And this season, he focused in, and uh, I don't know if you remember previous seasons. Um, I can't think Tupac, of Tupac. Uh, so it's done through uh, Slate. Um, yes, yes. And it's a podcast series called uh, Slow Burn, where they just examine different things. So really good. This is season eight. Uh, past seasons, they've done uh, Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. um, the L.A. riots, the Road to the Iraq War, uh, the Clinton impeachment, Watergate, Biggie and Tupac. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Duke. Um, I think that's all. I heard the David Duke one was really good. The, it was the leader of the. Yeah, yeah that was, I think that was like the first one that, uh, first or second one that kind of popped off. Um, but they do, you know, just short podcast series around these different topics, and uh, and I think it's important to point out that Joel, for context, like Joel Anderson is a black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like he's he's bringing, and I say that because he brings a unique perspective to things. Just like when Justin mentioned earlier about how you know we were joking, like bringing you know pulling the culture as far as like my station, my yeah. It's a unique perspective when I think when you have somebody of the culture, somebody uh, a black person, uh, do some of these stories because they have a we have a perspective of it uh, that is unique and. And is just not going to sugarcoat the situation. <laughs> yeah, if if we if we really really look at um, how things are typically viewed is from like a, not from our perspective, right? Right, so right, right. Having us to to kind of um, 
relay that or present that view is is always interesting. Mm. Um, but this season, mm-hmm. so this is like season eight of Slow mm-hmm. Burn. They did um, the, I guess, the spotlight or the person that they were focusing on is Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, yeah. Um, who, I don't know how it was for you growing up, but like you mentioned Clarence Thomas' name around like my house, and it yeah. was like crickets. It was like Uncle Tom. It was like. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of disdain for Clarence Thomas, which is crazy because <laughs> even now, like he's still just doing things that are just like it's. Uh, it, here's a, here's, you know what? I'll do you one better with Clarence Thomas, and this is this is honestly how I grew up. Like it was, there was not a lot of love for Clarence Thomas in my grandparents' household, uh, in my own household growing up. Um, so much so that I didn't learn about Clarence Thomas. Mm. What I did know about Clarence Thomas is that he was the second black Supreme Court justice. Yeah. And that of the Anita Hill case. Yep. That's 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 how that's it was it. for us too. It that like, is it. It was it was when you think about Supreme mm-hmm. Court justices, it was Thurgood Marshall mm-hmm. who uh mm-hmm. got there off of um Brown versus Board of Education. Yeah. Right? That landmark case yeah. and kind of yeah. catapulted him. And then it was Clarence Thomas. Yeah. And, yeah. and like you said, the yeah. first thing that comes up with Clarence Thomas is the Nita Hill situation. And involving a black woman. Yeah, involving <laughs> a black woman. Yeah. But, uh, and, 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 I, and we're giving this, I, I just want to provide this context. We're giving this from the black perspective, yeah. right? Like, this is, I'm, uh, you know, like, this is, this is genuinely how a lot of black families. You know, we're coming from North Carolina, so it's technically the South. You know, I like to call us Mid Atlantic, but you know, we the South, it's the Southern. It's, it's, yeah, yeah we the South, and that's just sort of kind of the feeling. Um, but I, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, what, what did you finish it? I finished it. If, already, if it yeah. Okay, I'm on episode so, two. So, so I'll say this: like again, shout out to Bomani, shout out to Joel Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, Bomani for kind of just having Joel as his recurring guest. But Joel Anderson for like putting this together, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this to me was like a really great. That's why I like pitched the topic yeah, to you, yeah, because I thought it was a really great uh, podcast series. So you said like the biggest takeaways or what? what I guess uh, yeah. Give me give me some takeaways. Give me um, your, your feeling toward the pod. I mean, obviously, um, we, we, I I'm, I'm enjoying it so far, but you enjoyed it. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. For me. Like you said, it was it gave you a, like the backstory around Clarence Thomas, yeah, <laughs> and it taught us about him, um, which is is pretty. It's 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 funny, like it's kind of funny. It's a little how like yeah, the yeah, people yeah. they were interviewing it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, like and I thought it, it, it well that's that part I was I thought was dope, right? You op- the podcast opens up with and I know Joel said this on um, Bomani's show, but he just kind of like showed up at Clarence <laughs> Thomas's mother's house, and he was like, "This can't like she can't." honestly still like live here and so he just walked in knocked on the door and like said this like white lady came to the door he was like oh this is the wrong place but then like said his like Clarence Thomas's mother was just there and just like started talking to him yeah and she was which like, is like super dope which I, I imagine like as a journalist you probably don't just run into something like that all the time I mean it's every once in a while you run into it but that that knock on the door um I've done it plenty of times in my career, and you either get the you either get, it's three tiers. Either you get the uh, uh, the plight, no, I'm good. Either you get the angry, no, I'm good. Yeah. Or yeah, come on in. Yeah. And it always catches you off guard with the yeah, come on in because you don't you never know. But in this case, I mean, she's 94 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, 
so I'll say this, like kind of my my thought process going through this this series. Like the first like episode and a half, because mm-hmm. only four. Yeah. Um, the first episode and a half really like made me sympathize with Clarence Thomas, bro. Like yeah. it yeah. made it made me look at like like everything from what we now view as his disdain towards black people. Yeah. Um, and kind of understanding that with just how like cruel kids can be, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? They if they yeah. like not everybody's wired the same. Yeah. And if they was jumping on him and just and calling him ABC. Which uh, we'll we'll let you listen to that podcast yeah. for you to get that one. But it's um, very, very like it it caught me. I was like, I I clutched my pearls when I heard yeah, that. I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I was like you could see how he could he would develop a disdain and then the humanization of him yeah. because the pressure that his like he obviously looked up to his grandfather, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the pressure that his grandfather put on him of like, nah, you you're not about to quit anything. Yep. You know what I mean? Like Buddy wanted to go be a preacher mm-hmm. and and for the like first part of his life, really embraced like, I want to be the first black person to do this, do that, do yeah. that. Yep. Um so it really it really made you see him in a different light. And that's yeah. what really intrigued me. And then the second part of it is when you, it's almost like you could probably pinpoint it where yeah. he just makes a flip and it's yeah. like, Oh, forget this whole yeah. trying to do like what's good for the greater good. I'm going to look out for me. Did I get to that part in the Holy? Was it, would you, would you put that on Holy cross? Was it? Yeah. 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 Or yeah. yeah. Or was it? Yeah. It was, it was Yale. Cause it was yeah. after, cause Holy right. cross, he was still like, yeah, like an activist. They said he had the, the Malcolm X posters. Like he pr- if you got to the part where buddy said, uh, he had went to visit him. Last time he had went to visit him, he had the Malcolm X poster. <laughs> yeah. And then and he came back to visit him like three years later. And he had like a Rolls Royce poster. Where yeah. It was like, <laughs> bro, like, he he made a decision to be like you know what like I'm going to look out for me yeah and like but that's what he was taught growing up yeah pull your pull your pull yourself up by the bootstraps yeah. um type of logic so and like I I think Bomani made a good point about it when he said I don't necessarily like within the black community mm-hmm. we think Clarence Thomas hates black people yes yeah right yeah <laughs> uh, for the most part well, for the most part for, for the most part, part for the most part. I can't like we. I I think that that's actions will point you like will make you draw mm-hmm. conclusions, but we can't say that he hates black people, right? Yeah. Um, but Bomani made the point that Clarence don't he ain't he ain't, he ain't a fan of the other side either. He, he's not, and this is very evident, right? Because Clarence Thomas, um, he's what? How, Clarence Thomas is in his seventies, yeah, okay. Um, I which could, is like side note. I was surprised his mom was still. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought, I thought one, I thought Clarence Thomas was older. Yeah. Um. So, um, and his his mother is sharp as a whip. Yeah. Um. But you know what? What? what you know? I, again, I'm I'm technically what halfway through the the uh, the series and what was stuck out to me is Clarence Thomas story is no different from a lot of our stories or a lot of our grandparents stories or a lot of our parents stories where especially if you grew up in the south you dealt you dealt with colorism yeah um I I, I you know um you know I I try to tie things into my own life like I, I look at somebody like my grandmother she dated this light skinned man who was my grandfather. And she uh, she was ridiculed for being a brown skinned woman, 
dark-skinned woman. Yeah. And she had a mental breakdown. She had a mental breakdown. She had to be admitted into the hospital. I remember hospital. you telling, saying that. Yeah. I didn't know that was why. She had a mental breakdown. So imagine like this guy who dealt with colorism. Um, also, you know, uh, another thing I related to, he's from Savannah. Savannah and Charleston are, are a lot alike in the culture, the Gullah culture, the Geechee culture. Yeah. And um, basically... Um, the the best way the, the easiest way for me to for for to get people to know what that is is like Gullah Gullah Island, yeah, right. And that's yeah. no that's no slight. That is actually like yeah. a elementary way of getting into that culture. Yeah. It is basically um, that stuff is still alive. I mean, you go to downtown Charleston, you go to Savannah, you go to places like King Street, which I didn't work far from King Street, North Carolina, uh, South Carolina, um, and they still have the accent. They still carry on that culture. Um, and it sounds like a Caribbean accent. Um, and they told him to ditch that. What is that? You know, code switching. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff that yeah, we deal with. Yeah. And and then you know, one last thing I thought about was I look at my my great uncle, so my grandfather on my mom's side of the family, my grandfather's brother. Um, my grandfather, my bro- uh, his brother. Um, they lived together. They were they lived together on a the farm. They were they were broke. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a lot of mamas who's um, uh, who were left back in the 30s, 20s, 30s to to raise their children, um, you know, sometimes the father wasn't around. Mm -hmm. So they would go and find work. So, I mean, you can't have your children together. You can't have your children with you when you're trying to find work. So you would, you know, let like your 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 mom or cousins or uncles raised the kids so my grandfather and my my great uncle went to go live with uh one went to live with one uncle and the other one went to live with another uncle mm-hmm. and so my grandfather lived with the poor <laughs> uncle <laughs> which shaped his views right yeah, my yeah, grandfather shaped how you view things. very uh my grandfather was a democrat yeah. very uh in the in the in the modern sense um you know, was very active in the civil rights movement. My grandfather, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, my uh, my great uncle, his brother, g- grew up with the middle class, last rich uncle. Yeah, <laughs> and he uh, he he was a heavy Republican. Yeah, he reminded me a lot of kind of like when they were describing Clarence Thomas. I was like, wow, this reminds me of my uncle, my great uncle Charles. Like my great uncle Charles had a picture of George Bush. Jeez. Both of the Bushes uh, yeah. was a huge Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan fan lived in a black neighborhood with a Republican flag flying in the front yard. So, and so. it was of the theory of pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I worked a career, retired, made a good living, a great living for my family. Why can't you? Yeah. I think that there's a conversation to be had, like where both of those meet, right? Like, yeah. again, mm-hmm. I think that we, especially as we evolve with like talking about, uh, or bringing light to just the like systemic injustice is systemic injustices and that's systemic, a hard word. I know I'm gonna mess up. Systemics be messing me up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I kick your back. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like the history and understanding the history and understanding how we got here. Yeah, but also understand like there's I, I think there's got to be a middle ground. Yeah, um, for us to have those discussions. Mm-hmm. But like we like you said with Clarence Thomas. I, his childhood did shape a lot of his views, right? Yeah. And I think that one thing that like could probably get overlooked is is the need for like 
like spaces where where mm-hmm. you know where black is accepted and mm-hmm. black and, and it's a black space but mm-hmm. it's not designated as a black space you know what i mean right like, right 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 like obviously we go back to like segregation and things like mm-hmm. that you had black schools black this black mm-hmm. this blah, blah blah whatever and i think that that's good from like even with hbcus and things like that right 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 but in america as black people oftentimes if it is not designated as a black space yeah then you're in a predominantly white space right, right and we right, saw that right. with his grade school he was um he was in like a black school just because mm-hmm. of segregation and all of that but then as he goes to college he's at holy cross and he's at yale yeah where he is the only black person seminary school too yeah seminary school yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah where he's the only black person there yeah and i think that that again it almost puts you in a box. I could see him getting to a point where he's like, if I'm going to be successful, I got to like, yeah, we, we all realize we got to play the game. Like you yeah. said, code switching. We come here and talk about it all the time about yeah. how on a daily basis, we have to do things that we don't want to do just mm-hmm. to survive and to make it through um, life in America as black people. But like, I don't know. Like, I mean, he prayed to God that take the hate out of his heart. Yeah. Um, after a protest and, it, you know, it basically shaped his life. Like, yeah, yeah. like he, he prayed to God to change his heart to lay the foundation to where he sort of is right now. Yeah. Um, without giving too much away on the podcast. Um, yeah. I mean, it just, it's an interesting, what, so as far, so again, I'm in the first half of it and I think it lays a great foundation of how we got here, but are you able to speak to the second part? The second part of like, like just uh, like because uh, it's th- four parts, right? four parts, so the, yeah. the, like three, Last and four, two. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So essentially, you know, it goes through the early part uh, where he was, you know, marching activists, mm-hmm. uh, Black Panther, almost like all of those things, and then he goes into uh, law school. I forgot mm-hmm. the the guy's name that. Uh, after after Clarence Thomas graduated law school and he was just trying to get an opportunity mm-hmm. and some Republican gave him an opportunity. And again, we talk about shaping his views. Yeah. Because at that time he said it was so hard to get an, a, a job opportunity mm-hmm. in a law office and, and make any type of money. Uh, this guy gave him an opportunity and then like that guy happened to be a Republican. Yeah. And you know, again, pulling himself by up by his bootstraps, his work ethic like paid off, and he got started to climb that ladder, and that flipped his his political party from Democrat to Republican. Yeah. Um. In in like episode three, you start to see where he started to get within these political circles mm-hmm. uh, as a judge, and I guess was tapped pretty early by Republicans to be yeah their guy when it comes to like oh we need a black face right. Um, because he's he, all along he's he never hid his conservative values. No, nah, he's never right. he's never. So like that's the other thing that's interesting is like a lot of his conservative values. I think that we we probably heard growing up. Yeah, like black yeah. people in general are conservative. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I, I, like, I say this all the time. Yeah. Growing up in the in the South, being black, you're conservative. But uh, yeah. 
Clarence Thomas was kind of tapped to be that guy mm-hmm. for Republicans. And he made it, like I said this before, he made a choice at a certain point. And because how long, he's been in the Supreme Court for 30 years, over more than 30 he's years. Been more than 30 years. Uh, like our entire lifetime, yeah. basically. Yeah, I he's mean, been there. Yeah. 90, was that 91? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I was two years old. Yeah. I was two, about to turn two. Yeah. Yeah, not even two yet, because it was October. Yeah, I mean, almost our entire lifetime has been on the Supreme Court. The toughest thing for me when we, when you talk about him in the decision he made to, mm-hmm. I guess, strive for individual success is how hard would that? That's got to be a tough life when like, yeah, like I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate I hate when I'm coaching and the kids yeah. get mad at me and they say something slick under their breath over yeah. there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, imagine yeah. everybody in your in your race, everybody that looks like you. It's just like, like doesn't believe in you. Doesn't doesn't have anything good to say about you. It it, it is it is that is a that is a tough pill to swallow. Like that is like for your own people to kind of like not know you for the guy they want you to be. Yeah, yeah. So and and, and that I, you were. Yeah, and, and so that's the thing. And I think that's that was part of the. The topic that why I wanted to have this discussion, but like the his friends, yeah. like his black friends that he went to college with, thought very highly, of, like still do. Yeah, they still do. <laughs> the the one that the coos. <laughs> that was. Sick. He, I I look. We we're we're dropping a lot of inside like stuff on, but yeah. I, I really encourage you again to listen to the podcast. Yeah, get some of this stuff, but. Um, but yeah, to your question, what was what was your exact question? Because I can't the remember. question the question is just. Um, I, I, I we've discussed this before, but one, do you feel like there's a social responsibility for you to put aside your individual success or your individual like want for whether whatever it is, money, fame, whatever that may be, yeah, to to shoulder the load for black people, um, and two. Is it right for us to judge this man off of, like you said, what we want him to do of, of us feeling like he, I guess as a follow up to the first question, is it right for us to view him the way that we view him? Because we don't think he has had our best interests at heart. I, I'll, I'll answer in a reverse order. Um, I think it's yes and no, right? I think yeah. it's fair yes because, like you said, actions are a big indicator of a lot of things. But at the same time, I, I learned so much about – and admittedly, I'm, I'm embarrassed I didn't know more about Clarence Thomas. Not mm-hmm. because Clarence Thomas was or is one of my heroes. It's because it's something that you should know about, you know. But uh, this is a guy who's still active on the Supreme, Supreme Court just handed down. They're handing out – a, a lot of life changing decisions yeah. this week. One of them handed down um, today, but being Tuesday, we just we just cele- oh well not celebrated, but, but we just hit the one year mark of them overturning Roe v. Wade. Yeah. So um, yes and no um, because we didn't. One, I think a lot of people don't have that prior context, the historical context on Clarence Thomas. Uh, yes, in the fact that you know, hey, I mean, he's made these decisions in his life. See, see, but again, is that. And this is not me caping for him, right? But even the need to me for, of me to say like I'm not caping for him, it. Yeah. I agree with you until <laughs> I. <laughs> you kind of answer your own question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with you that I wish we we were more knowledgeable on Clarence Thomas. Yeah. 
Um, and maybe that'll come after he passes or after he gets off the Supreme Court, yeah. anything like that. Uh, but I wish we were more knowledgeable about it. But is that not unfair to a lot of us don't have the backstory. I, I learned mm-hmm. more about him in these four episodes than I ever knew about him before. Right. But like his, his repu- uh, reputation mm-hmm. like preceded him. Right. So yeah. it was, it was already shaped within, within black America that Clarence Thomas, uncle Tom, Clarence Thomas can't be trusted. Clarence Thomas is a puppet for the GOP. Yeah. Clarence Thomas is all these things that is anti-black. Yeah. Without knowing the history, but like, okay, people don't get the full story. But to your like, you can't. I don't know. I'm I'm so torn. I mean, I I don't know. I again, I'm I'm with you. I'm torn. I'm I'm torn. Um, especially after listening to this to this series. Uh, to, to answer your other question, do we carry? Uh, you know, do we sacrifice individualism with like carrying um, or shouldering? You know, like, uh, us as a people. Uh, us as a people. I think there's a I, I think you can do both. I think you can do both. I think would you do so would you do something that would not be perceived well by by black America but it would give you generational wealth. Say 100 million dollars uh hey say it would make you a billionaire. Right? It would make me but a, black people will look at you with a side eye for the rest of your life. And when I when you say general general uh generational wealth, it's just bringing up my family. And then you do with it what you want. Okay. You could put kids through school. You could you could do uh you could open up a school like LeBron. You could um invest in black business. You could do all those things. But the 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 means in which you took to get there. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that, man. I don't know if I could take uh morally like I, I don't know if i could if i if i'm willing to make that sacrifice and i know people would look at me and listen to this and be like oh, that's cap you know who i am as a person yeah so no i i like hearing you like i don't i don't doubt it i trust you i like i it feels genuine when you say that. i just i i it's hard for me to like <sighs> yes i can do all these things after the fact but the bridges you burn in order to to get what you want is I it's, it's funny I was watching Infinity Wars yesterday, yeah. and for Thanos to and, and the fact that I'm putting Thanos in the conversation about That's Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas and about Lost Day Nick, <laughs> but bear with me, people. That's a sick tree. But, <laughs> but you know he literally he 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 killed people. He did he did a lot of bad stuff in order to to get all of the infinity stones. And it's just like, are you willing to just burn bridges? Are you willing to like sacrifice your morals? And a lot of people, yes. A lot of people, yes. A lot of people say yes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a lot it's a lot yeah. of people that will will tell you no to your face but would would 100% do it. But the the relationship I have with God and it, it just it makes it so hard for me to to sit up there at night or in the morning whenever I talk to God and and not be like, damn. No, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what What about you? Um, I I couldn't do it. Yeah. I like I couldn't. I never had a billion dollars before. Conscious, and like, I don't know what it feels like. Yeah. And so it, I won't be missing anything. Yeah. Because I like I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't be a billionaire, and be happy if uh, if um, <laughs> if I if I hit up the group chat and. 
and realize that y'all kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, it would drive me crazy. It would, uh, it would it, you know, it's... Uh, but I also, yeah. I also can't be mad at somebody who who does choose I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't be mad I at would, you, I right? Like, and just, just like, I could, like, just bringing it back to Clarence Thomas, like, as much stuff as, like, people in our family, people in our community disagree with him about... I understand how he got to that place. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we should not hold him accountable or anybody uh, accountable, right? Be- especially with uh, allegations that have come, ac- uh, oh, come yeah, up yeah. against him. Oh, yeah, yeah, We didn't even get into I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. He's a nasty man, yeah, yeah. And, and um, allegedly, 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 I, I throw that around. I grant, I'm not even fully through the uh, through the series yet. So yeah. you know information. You're privy yeah. to information I don't have. Yeah. Um, I just think that it's... Believe women, you feel me? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Believe, where, yeah. Where where there's smoke, there's fire, and like it's sick to wear. Yeah, boy, you. I said yeah. this, and I'll let you get your go ahead and get your point off, and I. No, 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 no. That was that was it. That was it. That was it. It's it's uh like definitely believe women, but it's one of those things where you get to episode four. And and I'm, uh, and I'm I'm gonna check back in you with it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you you know a little bit about, uh, you know you were brought up the name Anita Hill. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm pretty sure you know a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure you know who the driving force as to questioning her accountability was. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. Right. Yes. So like that that came up during this campaign. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. As it should have. Like yeah, to me, yeah, as yeah. that should have. We yeah. spend so much time talking about stupid stuff, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> stupid stuff, but like things like that yeah. should come on. But again, to to what we were saying before about mm-hmm. us individually not being able to put ourselves above our people, right? Yeah, that's the part that's super frustrating. Especially like I'm not telling people how to vote, and like I'm not I'm not a Republican. Most of them. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, but, like, there's some truth. It's, 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 it goes back to what you said. Yeah. It's like, if, if Republicans could just chill out and not be so, like, they just so dug in on the racist things that they do. Yeah. Like, they would get a lot of black people that I think would become Republicans. Because I think we as black America are starting to see through mm-hmm the Democratic Party and them using us just as a... Somebody else the other day said, hey, imagine the power we would have if we legitimately held our vote up, like held our vote hostage. And, and look, and for, for people who listen to this podcast and and, and look, and, and, and this is probably the most politics we've ever talked about on this podcast, but it's just, I, I don't even see it as like a political thing. I think it's just like a... Uh, they're, they're in plain sight, right? Yeah. And I think this is a conversation that all black people have man when it comes to politics when it comes to um how it affects our everyday life when it comes to culture when it comes to somebody like clarence thomas that you know again we said we didn't know much about but we knew sort of like why there wasn't affection towards him right um so i encourage people to go listen to slow burn by joel uh, slate joel uh, you know slate joel anderson um, the the pick if you if you need any help if you type in slow burn wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube because they have the audio episodes on YouTube you'll see a picture of Clarence Thomas and you're in the right direction. <laughs> uh, so I encourage people. I think this was a pretty good discussion. Yeah, man. Uh, it's hard to follow up with a sports bag though. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, real quick, how do you feel about the draft? 
uh, draft. So okay, it went it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go. Yeah. Um, I know three. I know five of those guys, and the rest of them I don't know. But if they turn out to be good, I will know the rest of them. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mer- hey hey roll tie in the in the, in the Queen City because you got Bryce Young and you got Brandon Miller. Oh, that is. Mm, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I did not realize the that connection. At all. Yeah, the yeah. connection. Hey, I think Brandon Miller has the potential to be a good. I I was for trading for Zion. Who knows? It, it might not have worked. It might have worked. They need they I'd sell some tickets. I'm gonna tell you this right here. The Charlotte Hornets are about to become the Memphis Grizzlies of next NBA season. It's a lot of young boys I mean, in there. It's just gonna be wild. You gonna make the playoffs? Young boys. Well, <laughs> it's crazy that. You, <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that, that's all you're concerned about. No, I, I, I. Here's the thing. I, I think I don't even know who the coach is. <laughs> I don't even know. The Charlotte Hornets. Hey, hold on, bro. Hold on. Hey, come on, man. Special guest. Yo, yo. What's up with you, bro? Hey, bro. You on the hey, you on the pod right put it, now? Put it closer me, to the bike. Yeah. Hey, yeah. me and Nick is recording right now. What's good with you? Hey, man. Nothing much, man. I just wanted to come and see what was going on, but uh. Hey, man, y'all boys fighting. Hey, I can't hit y'all boys. Man, what, what y'all talking about? Oh, that boy must be shook right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His voice shaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, normally he would have. Hey, we talking we talking about what shaped your childhood. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh, boy, I'm going to stay away from that one. <laughs> hey, hey, we about, to, we about to finish in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Hey, I'm going to call you. I'll call you back in a second. All right, but peace. <laughs> would that be a set? No, here's the thing. I, I think um, I, I would have traded for Zion, but I, I understand Brandon Miller. Um, I think I think the Hornets, I, they they have a decent-looking roster. If you're able to get Miles Bridges back. They got Bridges the pieces. Back, they yeah. got the pieces. We'll wait and see. Scoot Henderson. I mean, yeah, Scoot Henderson. Well, I was about to call him Scoot Smith. Um, Scoot Henderson. I know. Super random. Scoot Henderson. Um I, I think I can't wait to see him in summer league. I can't yeah. wait to see him and Wimby. Yeah, uh, I'm concerned about Wimby, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm one of them people that think he's gonna break Jokic down. and Embiid are just gonna put their body into him, and okay. even him at, B, at seven five is gonna just get bullied. I don't think he. I don't even think he's really gonna be in the post like that. I yeah. think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be playing like a like a like Dirk Nowinski like. That's crazy, yeah. Um, I mean, you're not gonna block a shot. Hey, shout out! Hey, shout out to, shout out to Miss Wimby. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. This is the podcast episode one eighty nine. Um, you, you had, had oh, well, it was I, me, but I think I was tied up. So which you, which uh, which Friday joint? We had a couple of Friday joints. Which one you want to? Uh, it was Stay Fabo and Aaron Ray. That was that was me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, I like that one. I like the uh the new Fable record. Yeah, I like that. And Aaron Ray is my guy. Um I like Aaron Ray. Um you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter, uh ugh, Instagram and on TikTok at this is the thing podcast and number two. Again, this is the thing podcast and number two and on Twitter at at this is the thing underscore this is the thing underscore on Twitter. I try to steal your thunder, man. All right. Man, good, hey, like the Oakley OKC Thunder. Mm. What was the bar that Drake got off? It's for any money. Okay, see Thunder or something like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, it, shout out Aubrey. Man. Hey man, hey, we get a new Drake album soon. 
right, y'all. Peace. Not somebody. I took some L's I'm not okay with. I'm always trying to.